Yo, you are not prescribed with the realest where we say the things your friends won't say and your man gonna lie about. It's your boy, Dewey Rice. We're back in the office, y'all. We back here in the building. Today, I am sitting with a very, very, very special guest. I know I always say I'm sitting with somebody special, but today I'm really sitting with somebody special. I'm sitting with a doctor, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Ashley Towns. Um... What do you need me to say? Just say anything. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's up? <laughs> what song are you feeling right now? What song? Yeah, what song? What's popping? What's popping? Okay, yeah. I like that, I like that. So she just got off a road trip, y'all, so she said she was listening to a lot of music. So I was like, okay. She said, what's popping? What's popping? Got you. Okay, I'm feeling like, so while I was waiting, you know what I'm saying? I was feeling a little brandy, a little uh, I want to get down, sitting in my room, you know what I'm saying? No, them two songs I was, I was really rocking with. So yeah. that's how I'm feeling right now, you know what I'm saying? So look, y'all. All right, the website dropped. The merch is here. I'm gonna actually have we actually have some merch with us right now. But the merch is here. The website dropped. I want to uh, say thank you to everybody who you know what I'm saying tapped in with me. Already made purchases. You can make purchases uh, on a, on one website. I'll let y'all know that at the end. But Miss Ashley, guess what we about to do? Wait. We're about to go into the <laughs> waiting room. All right. So the waiting room, we play a little game just to get comfortable and let the viewers know a little bit about you. All right. So. Since we're talking all things sex and intimacy, today what we're going to do is play a game called Facts or Cap, all right? So Facts or Cap, you know how to be like, no cap, like cap mean lying and stuff like that. So Facts or Cap, I'm going to read you off a sexual myth and then you give me your opinion. You can give me if it's a fact or cap, all right? So first one, masturbation is bad for you. Facts or Cap? Cap. Cap, Why? Because masturbation has a lot of health benefits. And okay. it's a stress reliever. Okay. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> all right. Bet, bet, bet. Um, all right. The bigger the penis, the better the sex. Facts or cap? Cap. Tell me why. Because a vagina is a different size. So the bigger the penis could mean more pain. Okay. All right. All right. I was, you know, I mean... As a as a man, you know, you always be wanting to like feel like you got the biggest dick in the room. So I know that that myth has definitely traveled. Like, it's definitely traveled. So the next one, a woman cannot get pregnant if her and her partner practice the pullout method. Facts or cap? Read it one more time. A woman cannot get pregnant if her and her partner practice the pullout method. Cap. Cap. <laughs> you you gonna tell us why? <laughs> Well, that one depends. Let me say that one depends. Okay. Because the pullout method can work okay. if someone is tracking um, their fertility. But if you're not and you're just doing it on a whim every gotcha. time, then yeah, you could get pregnant. So I'm going to say it depends on if the person is aware of how to track their fertility or their ovulation. Got you. If they're young and not paying attention and not yeah. they don't really care about any of that, then... They need to not do that. Do not do it. Would you recommend <laughs> if somebody did not like condoms? Would you recommend them use the pullout method? If they didn't like condoms, yes. Would I? I would not. Professionally, okay. I would not recommend it. Professionally, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, you got two more. All right. So condoms take away the feeling and the pleasure of sex. Cap or facts? Cap. Cap. Why do you believe that? Because I personally... They take away the feeling? Yeah. No, there's so many different types of condoms. So there are condoms that have lubrication that okay. will add the feeling. There are um, there are very thin condoms yeah. that will um, like feel as if 
you're not wearing one. So gotcha. I'm going to say cap on that one. Now, I will say you need to pick a condom that you like. Okay. So you can't just pick, you know, Magnum or whatever type of brand just because it's popular in your friend circle or in your peer group. Yeah. You, you kind of need to shop around a little bit. <laughs> I think that happens a lot. Like, I remember in high school, like, you know, you always heard go, go pack. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't have a go pack, you don't Not got a Trojan. fit a go pack. <laughs> and that's Pick, the T. <laughs> condoms have a size. Yeah, that's Pick the T. Pick your size. That's the T. <laughs> okay. All right, last one. This is a good one. Sex is only good if you have an orgasm. Facts cap. or cap? Cap, 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 cap. cap. You ain't you ain't fucking cap. with it. <laughs> Go ahead, tell me why. So the reason why I say that is because sex should be pleasurable the entire time with or without an orgasm. An orgasm is is pleasurable. Okay. It definitely um Something if you want to have an orgasm every time, you should go for that. Yeah. But that just because you don't have an orgasm, you shouldn't shame that sexual experience to thinking it was negative or not pleasurable. Okay. Um, that's that's my rationale. I like that. No, I like that because I mean, okay, so you know, women be like, well, I'm in a lot of like, I have a lot of female friends, right? So the big thing, they be like low key lying. Like when they don't get off, they'll still tell their man that they got off or Faking whoever they're involved. Is not good. You know don't what I'm fake. saying? Don't fake. <laughs> so don't fake at all. No. Not, don't fake to say nobody's feelings. No, don't fake. See, we don't have don't enough of these orgasms. conversations. We don't have enough of these conversations. So you said don't do it at all. Just no. The to me, it well, okay. So I'm gonna say <laughs> I think, and I actually I'm gonna talk about this later. But Let's get it. um, people who fake orgasm and men do it too. We do. Men I've do done it. it. I've done it. I've done um, it. I definitely think that it is a um, an ego. Um, issue mm-hmm. um, on both sides and gotcha. it can also be a lack of sexual communication on both sides so if you gotcha. don't know how to tell the person like oh um, I didn't really come but I think you need to change the conversation gotcha. coming should not be the end result of a sexual encounter so okay. coming is a part of the sexual encounter but that is not that it's should not, like not the be the reason yeah. that you're having sex like sex should be pleasurable from start to finish, whether an orgasm happens or not, okay. whether five orgasms happen or not. So we need to... We, we're going to we talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. All right. So you did really good. So all basically, you said all of it is cap. Like, you're not, you're not fucking with all of it. I mean, you said a couple of them was like, ah, here and there. It depends. Yeah. But yeah, most of it was cap. I think most of them are myths or not really things that we should continue to pass those messages down okay all right so we're gonna gonna let the myths go we're gonna we're gonna get into some real information today then all right so we're gonna move into the office and miss ashley miss dr ashley towns can you tell us a little bit about what got you started sure um so i have a bachelor's degree in health communicate or health promotion and education Mm -hmm. a master's degree in public health and um, a doctorate degree in health behavior and epidemiology Um, so what got me started really was in college. I was, um, like a peer educator. So I would like educate, um, educate college students Mm -hmm. about different topics. Um, and sexual health was the one that was very interesting to me. A lot of people didn't know, like all these myths you just read. Right. A lot of people thought all of these different messages or they thought they knew it all. Right. And they really didn't know anything. Like Mm -hmm. I would give information and they would be surprised at the information, Um, and I just kind of, my career just kind of like took off from there. Um, I've done a lot of different things in public health. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I do sex research. Um, I have done sex research for several years. I've taught, um, human sexuality to college students, Mm -hmm. um, for several years. Um, and even though I don't teach anymore, I'm still learning 
and keeping myself up to date because I realize a lot of millennials, mm-hmm. especially black millennials Absolutely. like us, we don't have that information. And when we graduate college, where are we going to get it? No, facts. So I like to provide information to people like us mm-hmm. and younger so that they have access to good information rather than waiting to go to their doctor once a year to get it Facts. or Googling something and not knowing if it's good information. Cause Google will lead you all the wrong way. Like yeah. Google. And sometimes Google is good, but not yeah. everybody is trained to vet out what's good information and what's not. And what's not. Yeah. So I try to just provide that to people, um, you know, for free easily. Like you can just have a person that you trust mm-hmm. And you know they're going to give you good information. Absolutely. So that's, that's what I do. I like that. I like that. And so, you know what? That's why I really brought you on the show because I'm like, <laughs> we don't have enough of these conversations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Enough of these conversations in our group chats with our boys, with our women, with our friends. We don't we do not do this enough. And honestly, we're not as transparent as we should or could be. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like a barrier we need to break within our community and speaking of blacks, black community. So... Um, speaking of this, I, so, you know, to prepare for the show, I made the little flyer, you know what I'm saying? I put it on social media. A lot of people did not respond on social media, which I understand. But then, you know, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a be more, um, intimate and send it in my friend groups. Right. So like my group chats with the boys and everybody else. So (laughs) it just blew me how not no knock to nobody. Right. But it just blew me how I I sent this flyer and like people were not, they just weren't getting it, I guess, like the, the niggas. Like, we was in a group chat, and they were just sending outrageous questions that I'm just like, like, it was funny stuff, like, why do women run from dick? And I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel you, but I'm not really feeling you, you know what I'm saying? And also, it was crazy that a lot of men don't have these conversations, because mm-hmm. we really think we putting it down in the bedroom, and we really not, yeah. like, yeah. We, and we really not, and it's so weird that we're not having these real transparent conversations, so today, y'all, what we did was, I got a whole bunch of questions that we're going <laughs> to filter through, and Ashley said, if we don't get to the ones that people have sent in, she will, because it is sexual, what is it, sexual, sexual health, health month, yeah, sexual health month, so she will definitely be plugging them on her social media, and she'll tag me, we'll put them on my social media as well, so, are y'all ready for this, are you ready for this, right, it's, it's, some, it's some good questions, let's so go. we're going to talk out of the perspective. You know, the realest, it's called the realest on the website. The realest hat, it's the realest trucker hat, y'all, all right? So me and Ashley are going to filter through questions, um, and we're here to see what you got to say, all right? Let's go. All right, first one. I'm going to let you pick the first one. All Ladies right. first. Okay. Oh, it's a big one. It's a big one, okay. All right, so what would you suggest if your man tells you that he's not attracted to the look of your vagina? This is a good question, um, and I'm so glad that somebody um, sent this in because, so I'm going to do a quick little plug. Got you. Let's go. Plug it, plug it, plug it. <laughs> um, so one thing that I didn't mention mm-hmm. that I do, um, aside from my regular job and in educating y'all, um, I write blogs for Pure Romance, which okay. is a um, sex toy company based mm-hmm. out of Cincinnati, Ohio. They sell a lot of different types of products from lubes to... Um, um, vibrators um dildos um they also do like lingerie and um other like shaving creams things like that so a lot of sexual health products but they're also really big on sexual health and sexual wellness and i'm working with someone to write an article um about um vagina diversity what that means is that everybody's vagina doesn't look the same everybody's vulva doesn't look the same so your lips the color of it the shape of it none of that looks the same from woman to woman or i would say person to person who has a vagina right so what would i suggest if your man tells you he's not attracted to the look of your vagina i would ask like 
well, what is it about it that you're not attracted to? Like, is it the shape? Is mm-hmm. it the color? Is it the smell, which it shouldn't really have any like foul smells or anything like that? Talk about that. Um, <laughs> if you're, you know, practicing good hygiene mm-hmm. and getting tested for STIs regularly, as you yeah. should every three months. I know um, that's right. Soft plug, another soft plug. <laughs> Get tested. Um, or with every new partner. Yeah. So. I mean, honestly, I would just be like, well, why not? Like, what is it? What What is it about it that you don't like? What have you seen either on other people or in, you know, um, sexually explicit magazines? Like, yeah. what have you seen that's attractive? Is it the pubic hair? Is it like, what is it? Um, and honestly, like. I think you should have a conversation about what his dick look like. So, like, <laughs> what? That's facts. Like, no, it is facts. You can't, facts. This can't be a one-sided conversation where yeah. you're coming at me about what you like and don't like about my vagina, and I'm not coming at you of what I like and don't like about your dick or your yeah. penis, your dick. Whatever. Yeah, you don't got no veins. Um, you don't got. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think that this is a is a a, um, a good conversation to have. Mm-hmm. But I would just be curious to know, like, the intent behind the question, like what what is it about is it i mean this says attracted but like are we really looking at it to like yeah. to be attracted you say, know yeah, yeah. like like what is this where is this coming but, from but i mean could, do you think that people can get pleasure out of looking at at a vagina like you know what i'm saying like i mean definitely especially i mean they can they definitely can i mean everybody's uh sexual attraction or sexual desires are different mm-hmm. and what someone finds attractive may not be attractive to someone else. So right. if this person does find some sort of pleasure or excitement in the look of it, um, some things you cannot change about your vagina, but some things you right. can. So if it is pubic hair, for instance, and he wants you to, you know, have pubic hair or shave or wax or whatever, and you don't want to do that, then that is your body. You can say, I don't want to do that. But if it's the other way around, or if there's something about, you know, the way, you know, it was, you know, made like, yeah, 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 like there's, I mean, some things you just can't change and you shouldn't have to. So, I mean, I would just get down to the bottom of, well, what is it don't you, that you don't like? Right. And if there's not things that you can change about it, then I mean, yeah, Yeah, like you, you may have to move on from that relationship or you may have to, um, engage in sexual activities where he's not looking at it. Facts. Okay. So fuck with it. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Y'all. All right. So next one, let's get it. If a person is having a sexual encounter with multiple people, are they required to disclose this to their partner? Especially if they're in an exclusive relationship. Oh, so like if you have like partners outside of your relationship, mm-hmm. so are they, they are they this. required? Yeah. Required is a strong <laughs> word. Um, I mean, there's definitely such a thing as um, polyamory, which yeah. means that people are in more than one relationship right. um, at the same time. However, um, they do... Um, consent to all of those relationships and most often they do tell those other partners that they are with them Um, if you're in an exclusive relationship with someone and you have other partners then you're not in an exclusive relationship so you need to (laughs) rethink how you're defining your current relationship because you're not exclusive you're stepping outside of that if you openly want to have a open relationship where you have more than one partner and you and your current partner agree to that that is another relationship structure, mm-hmm. meaning open relationship or polyamory. So I think it really just depends on like, again, like, why are you doing it? Right. Um, if you like to have your cake and eat it too, that's probably an issue because nice. you're not giving that other person a chance to even be aware of that. Therefore, that person can't be protected from, you know, certain infections, yeah. you know, like they don't know what you're doing behind their back and that's not fair to them. So... 
I'm not gonna say it's required, but it's the it's the it's the, right thing it's the considerate thing to do is For to sure. tell them like, well, I'm interested in having sex with other people. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Do you still want to be with me or not? And if they say nah, then that's over. That Go happen. be with those other people. For sure. That's facts. So like for you and having all this knowledge in like your field, how is it with like relationships for you? Like, does it's it so- have a barrier or like, <laughs> are you laughed? Well, I'm a little nervous. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? So I get this question all the Cause time. Cause I like to not like, like you sounded yeah. very knowledgeable, like very emotionally aware. I get this question all the time. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Honestly, it makes talking about these types of things so much easier. Really? Because up front, they know this is what I do. So you can't, you, you can't, can't play you at all. Like yeah. you can't, like I'm going to ask you and I'm a very blunt person anyway. Yeah. So if I have a question, I'm going to ask you. Okay. Like, so we need to talk about this. Yes. Or um, what do you think about this? Or mm-hmm. can you rate? x y and z from a one to ten like i need to know like did you like did you not like oh you want to know everything so you're talking about because okay so that's a good that's a good thing thing. and i think that when it comes to like sexual communication with a partner it actually can increase your sexual experiences with them because you once you start talking about things that you maybe have never talked about with any other partner with one person and they can come to you freely and vulnerable about those things what they like what they don't like what they've tried what they want to try would you be open to it no i'm good on that but i would do that they feel more comfortable with you and Mm -hmm. more safe with you and then those sexual experiences um are enhanced because you feel so much closer to that person. I feel like that connection is deeper too. Yeah, it's like more intimate. Definitely, definitely. And I I think I found myself in a couple situations where like the when I'm the most comfortable with her, I think the sex just it just bangs better. Not even bangs, but it it just go crazier. You know what I'm saying? So you can go to the next one. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Uh let's see. What are some ways we can educate our children and the new generation about sex? Ooh, I get this question often too. Um, So I say all the time, start early, start Mm -hmm. educating them early. If they're already, you know, seven, eight, nine, and you didn't start earlier, I feel like there's never a hard time or a bad time to start educating them. I don't care if they're a teenager Mm. and you didn't tell them anything before. I don't care if they're three. You can start and... The ways that you start is by doing things that are age appropriate. So when they start asking questions, give them the real answer. Like, don't name their body parts, your pee-pee and your (laughs) cuckoo. Like, no, let's stop all of that, okay? Because the reality is is that as they get older and they start learning other names from Mm -hmm. their peers, um, now when they go into the doctor, they feel uncomfortable because the doctor is calling their genitals, their breasts, and their penis, and their vagina, and they've never used those words before. Right. So now they're maybe self-conscious, like, well, what what, what body part is are they talking about? Yeah. Or um, if there's ever any encounter with, like, sexual trauma or some sort of, like, negative experience, mm-hmm. if a child is calling their genitals by some other name, they're not able to accurately describe where on their body something is happening so um and we don't talk about childhood trauma enough and i'm not gonna sit here and talk about it but it's really important that kids understand what their genitals are where they are and how they work it's also really important that children understand babies don't come out of your belly you know they (laughs) didn't just you know you know you didn't just somebody didn't just drop them off you didn't just go to the hospital and get them no they came out of a vagina right so just tell them how did it happen from sex mommy and daddy had sex you know or mommy and daddy love each other like you can make it appropriate i'm about to say you don't think that's inappropriate though for like 
ages seven, six, you know what I'm saying? If they're eight. learning it in the home from their parents, I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think it's inappropriate because mm-hmm. you know why? You send your kids out into the world to school, to strangers, to teach them about math, science, reading, English. Why, why are you not teaching them about their bodies in your home? You right. want someone else to teach it to them in a health class in fifth grade or... That's why I learned about STIs in I mean, my, uh, health that's, class. Like in to me, that grade. is crazy. Yeah. Like, your parents teach you how to brush your teeth, how to put on your clothes, how to wipe yourself when you're potty training. They teach you how to tie your shoe. They should be teaching you about sexual health and not just sex, sexual right. health, menstrual cycles, puberty. Like, Facts. that should be a part of the same conversation because if not what's going to happen um and i i wrote an article about wap is what's going to happen is they're going to see the wap video or they're going to hear it on the radio <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they're going to be like what and gushy and they ain't even going to know what that is facts you no. know because they got ready they got, it, they got no. the edited version it's already on the radio so do you nah. want your six-year-old singing wet and gushy talking about wap and you're like looking at them like what you know about like that I'm a bad they mom, actually I'm a bad don't dad. know about it so yeah. that's even an opportunity to sit down and say okay this song was actually made for adults. Right. This is not really kid appropriate. Mm-hmm. And this is why. Yeah. Because she's talking about her genitals for an adult person. Yeah. Like. Because I can even think back on some of the songs I used to rap and sing. And now like, you know, 90s songs, 2000 songs. Pony by Genuine. You know what I'm saying? And really like feeling. I was really feeling that song yeah. as a kid. And why am I feeling this song when I don't even know what's really going on or exactly. what's happening? So exactly. when was the first time your parents had a conversation with you? Never. Never? Y'all didn't talk about it? We didn't. The only thing my mom talked to me about was birth control. And okay. I was like, I don't even know how to have sex. Like, yeah. So I don't definitely don't know how to get pregnant. Yeah. Um, And to me, it was very like, I'm going to put you on birth control because I don't want you to have kids. And I was like, I don't even know how to have kids. Right. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, okay. what would I do? Like, I don't even know. Um, And I think we may have had a conversation about like using pads versus tampons when my menstrual cycle came like that was it Uh, i didn't get anything and to me that was that was so like unfortunate Mm -hmm. because when you when you start taking health classes and stuff and they're telling you they're showing you all these nasty crazy diseases and stuff Mm -hmm. you're like what is that like that's what i remember like if it's so bad then why are people doing it like how was i born if it's if you're gonna get one of these and die yeah like that can't be true so I think kids are smart enough to understand information and process it and make decisions. I think parents are just afraid to give them that power. Information. Okay. Oh, I got you. I got you. All right. Next one. Let's see. What does getting, <laughs> what does getting your ass ate? Why does getting your ass ate feel so good? Because there's nerve endings around uh-huh. the anus, just like there are in the clitoris, just like there are at the top of the penis or the head of the penis. Mm-hmm. And so when those nerve endings are stimulated, it provides pleasure. So our nerve endings give us either pleasure or pain, depending on how they're stimulated, uh, what temperatures are um what temperatures they're being exposed to. And so um, that is why that pleasure feeling um, is theirs because there's tons and tons of nerve endings um, in and around the anus. Okay. All right, because I was going to ask you this. So remember, I remember you was at our show. So actually, I have, I was on a previous podcast, like people would know that listen to the show. And we had a, a love show and we had a love event and Ashley came and she was the sex expert for the event. So at the end, she spoke and women were really... Um, I think they were hurt by the fact that you said there was no G spot, and so I was going to ask: Was is there a G spot in the anus? Is there a G spot in the anus, or is no. still is still enough? For- and so, okay, let me just go back to the G spot. <laughs> so people were so I, upset, y'all. They were so upset. And I know people. 
sex educators who still talk about the G-spot, and yeah. they don't call it a G-spot anymore. They have since started calling it a G-region um, or a G-area. Okay, haven't heard um, that. I still don't like that, and I still don't support that. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why is because, number one, the G-spot was named um, after a man, mm -hmm. um, and he came up with this this spot or area or region that you are supposed to reach um and it is going to provide you with you know an enormous amount of pleasure right this was before the clitoris like the clitoris is internal and external people think the clitoris is just this one little spot um on the outside that you can see but the clitoris is actually internal it is actually pretty wide um um, I'll actually have to send you a, like a picture to post. So you're saying it's inside and outside. The, yeah. It has like, um, the kind of like little wings that yeah, come yeah. down. And so different areas or different amazed. positions. <laughs> yeah. Different area. Kind of like, um, what is that? The side. So yeah, like if you yeah, flip yeah. that upside down mm -hmm. and take the top off, that's yeah. kind of what the clitoris is shaped like. So Got it has you. like a middle and it has two sides, yeah, right? Yeah. And then it has the top that you can see on the outside. Exactly. And so when when it's being stimulated from different positions or different angles, all of that is causing pleasure internally Got as you. well as it can be stimulated externally on the outside. So there's areas inside of there that people think are the G spot, but mm -hmm. I have read the research. Like there has been a lot of research over the last decade mm -hmm. from different types of um, medical researchers, um, neurologists who study nerves, like all of these different people. They have used, um, you know, people when they pass away, they've used their bodies and have cut them open and looked to see where is it. Right. And they have not found it. Okay. And so just like our other body parts, I have two eyes and a nose. You have two eyes and a nose. Facts. So if I have a G spot, somebody else should have a G spot and the next woman should have a G spot. Like it should be a common because thing that we it. all have. That's not, not true. Okay. If most people can't find it, it's because it ain't there. Okay. <laughs> like it shouldn't be that I can find it, but I can only find it one time, once a With year, one, one partner. <laughs> yeah. You can see your clitoris every single day. Facts. Correct. Facts. 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 Your dick is going to be there every single day. Facts. You got two balls underneath it. Right. If the G-spot was there, it would be there for every single person every single time. And you shouldn't have to dig and find and twist <laughs> yeah. your leg like this. Dig your fingers up. Turn, turn to the it. left. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a no for you. <laughs> and that's why people call it a GPS, like the G-spot. So, oh, because like, you got to find it. Why you got to find it? <laughs> and if it's that there. difficult to find, why is it this magical place? No, Facts. no. Stick to the clitters. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that, one, that made you hot. That made you hot. Because I get sick of that. Okay. Um, how important is it to abstain from sex in your single seasons? Oh, I have done this. Um, okay, okay. So I think that one is going to depend on like who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. um, maybe why you're choosing to abstain. Maybe for spiritual reasons or maybe just personal reasons. Um, I have definitely had several seasons of my life where I just felt like I want to abstain to just really focus on me to, mm -hmm. you know, get closer to God, to um, like not deal with, you know, um, I was going to say F boys. These niggas. Um, you can not, say these fuck boys. You don't want to deal with them no more. It's okay. <laughs> um, to not deal with um, other people's baggage. I'm going to put it like that. Mm. To not deal with other people's baggage without tending to my own. Okay. Um, and to me, like when you are having sex with a person, um, you are taking on a lot of yeah. things going on with them. There it is. Um, 
because you are trying to be close to them. It's like your friend circle. Like when you talk to your friends on a regular basis, you take on like they dump on you, Mm -hmm. whether it's intentional or not. And when you're in a relationship, whether it's casual or long term, you take on things that they're dealing with and Mm -hmm. they take on things you're dealing with. And sometimes you're not in a place where you can do that. Um, And if you think you can just have sex and have no feelings, that's a lie. There is no such thing as friends with benefits with no attachment. Well, okay, no, I ain't gonna go back and forth with you on that. You're right, right? But in my young season, as a younger dude, I thought that it was until I started to learn more. So I'm going to let you go ahead. Keep going. Because you, hey, she got real stale in face and everything. <laughs> she was, was ready. Like, oh. She was ready. Nah. I but don't I think, think that's you know, true. growing up at like younger, we thought mm-hmm. that we could just sleep with her and everything just be cool and not, there would be no emotional connection. And you know why? It's because you have movies like Friends with Benefits. Yeah. You have movies like Booty Call. Right. You have movies, you know, that talk about and show you supposedly how to go about doing that. Mm -hmm. and what happened in all of the movies they end up falling for the person for sure every movie that you see where they started out as friends and they were like oh no it's gonna be fine we're not gonna fall in love with each other what happens one of them ends up liking the other person even Mm -hmm. though they agreed to not do that so even in the movies which are fake because somebody wrote the script okay um they're not real (laughs) they're fake people that someone is paying to play that role right um but even in those at the end of the movie, it always is the same storyline. They, they end, end up, up falling, falling for the person. You're right. So that's not a real thing. I think people go into it thinking, I can handle it. Yeah, I'm no, mature. That's it yeah, that's right? it. That's I ain't going to fall for this person. Until that third, fourth And then even if it's not the first, even if it's not that first person that you're friends with benefits with or whoever, Mm -hmm. it may be the second person like, well, I was able to handle that person. But the second where you're not, you fall hard. Exactly. And then you, it's hard for you to recover. Mm -hmm. And so then you go into this like spiral of doing that with multiple people and both of you are getting hurt. Yeah. Um, And that's trauma that you have to then heal from later when you're ready for a long-term relationship. So. No. So preparing for this episode, you know what I'm saying? I went on ahead and researched a couple things like soul ties. Mm-hmm. So when we were talking about this, it made me think of it. And I actually, uh, my, my friends here, you know what I'm saying? My little crew was with me. We was talking before you came to prep. And um, one of them said that she really feels like you can have sex with anybody and come and go, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I respect what you're saying. But after reading about soul ties, I'm really not believing that anymore. I was there. I was there. I was there at a point in my life. Don't get me wrong, but I do feel like there has been instances where I have had sex with somebody, and then like the next couple of days would just be weird. Like it'd just be like maybe it just be I'd be heavy for what reason I don't know. But now after reading it, they say it's a soul tie, and like so. Tell me a little bit about that. What do you like? <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to ask you if you had no, a soul okay. tie yet. No, I ain't going to ask you that yet. No, you know what I'm saying? On. You got a soul tie? I have another plug. Okay. Oh, so, plug it in. I wrote a book on soul ties. I need that. <laughs> I need that. Where is it at? Amazon? Plug that too. <laughs> like, link going to be in the, in the description. So, in, so, the question was about... Um, Abstaining from sex. About abstaining from sex, right? Yeah. And for certain seasons. And so I actually wrote a book um, in 2013. It's called Entangled. And lately, I've been getting a lot of Hold questions. Jada needs to pay you. Okay, because Jenny she did not come you. up with entanglement. I did seven years ago. <laughs> okay, let them know. So I wrote the book called Entangled. And um, in the book, I talk about soul ties. And okay. I talk about 
holy and unholy soul ties. So it's strictly from a spiritual perspective. Okay. Um, and I was in a season where I was processing all of the soul ties that I had in the past. Mm. So different relationships that I was in, what they were doing to me, how they were triggering me in different ways, like how they brought up things from my childhood that I yeah, didn't like, that's real. how they identified things about me that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked through and I talk about it and I'm very candid, very transparent in the book. Um, but I also talk about from a spiritual perspective, like what I learned about me and how I healed during Mm -hmm. that process and what was important for me moving forward like when I was going to date again or be in a relation like have a relationship um and so you know the book ain't for everybody because it's a spiritual book I'm gonna say that again um and if you're not spiritual or if you don't believe in God or you don't want to believe in God then you might think twice about the book, but if you want to grow closer to him or you want to know how to heal from a spiritual perspective, mm-hmm. some of that childhood trauma or relationship trauma is definitely, I I was going to say I recommend it, but of course. Yeah. Of course um, you're going to recommend it. yourself. <laughs> she recommends um, it, so y'all better get it. But I will say it's not just from my perspective because I actually interviewed five women and five men wow. and they talk about their experiences yeah. with their relationships as well. Um, and so um, I wrote it not really intending to help people. I wrote it as a way for me to release, release, like, like it started out kind of like me journaling and Mm -hmm. then it turned into a full blown book. Yeah. Um, but it was actually very, very helpful. And I am so much better as a person. Um, and I'm able to be more free and more confident in Mm -hmm. who I am as a person and in relationships. Right. Because I know what I will and will not accept. Yeah. And so, I think even in that season that you were speaking about, when you do abstain, I think some people can be like, okay, I ain't had sex for three months. I ain't have sex for six months. But like in those six and three months, did you work on yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, so we don't know, we don't know what those steps are. So yeah. like, what would be some steps that you would tell somebody? Like, what are, give me like two steps that you would tell somebody. I know you said on your spiritual journey, mm-hmm. these are the things you would do, like probably pray and read the Bible or yeah. I'm not saying that it's, it's easy, but like, what is, are you, give me just one thing. What's one tidbit you would do on that journey of abstaining from sex? What would you do? Yeah, and um, so before I give the tip, I just want to say that for some people, abstaining um, can become a way to just, like, build clout with other people. Like, well, I ain't had sex in three months, so I'm, you know, I'm good over here. And it's really, like, why are you doing it? Like, are you doing it because you don't have a partner? Because some people are abstaining because they don't, they can't, they can't be with the person they yeah. want to be with. Um Okay, or, hold on. What I you mean, mean? You know hold what on, what you mean? They can't, the one that they want, they can't be with, or you're just yeah. saying, okay. Or okay. like maybe they don't have somebody that they like right now, or maybe they are abstaining because they don't, they don't see somebody like worth their potential. Okay. Like, so they're like, well, I'm waiting for like this type of person. For sure. And in that time you're abstaining because you don't want to have casual, like meaningless sex, right? right? Okay. So that choice to abstain is for a very different reason than I'm going to abstain because I don't want to bring or accept baggage. Like yeah. that's two different things. That is so, definitely two different things. For so sure. you know what I'm saying? And so like if yeah. you're going to be abstaining to like work on yourself mm-hmm. and be a better person to your next relationship, the first thing I would say is you need to really take an inventory of who you are. So you need to ask people around you. Like when you think of me, like, who am I to you or what, you know, I know it sounds like really cliche about what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses. They always ask you in a job interview, but you need to know because you need to go to your close friends, your Mm -hmm. family members and be like, so when you think of me as a person, like what are some things I need to work on? Or what are some things that really get under your skin that I could probably do better? Like, is it the way I talk to you? Is it the way like, 
I react to certain situations. What are those things? How could I be a better friend, a better daughter, a better sister? Yeah. Because your close people should tell you. And the then truth. in that time, you can work on doing that work. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you know you have trauma, you've dealt with something as in the childhood, take that time to work on you and be better because you can never really have a good long-term relationship with anybody until you have a good relationship with yourself. That's that's it. That's the T. Because so, I was about to say, I mean, it re- you really can't. If you don't work on that, if you don't work on yourself, it's really hard. Because like you said, with these triggers and things, you find yourself with the same trigger with a different person. Mm-hmm. So it's like ain't nothing changed. And it's because you didn't. Yeah. So that was good. All right. Same All right. Come on, Ashley. Cast. Come on. All right. Next one. How can I encourage my friends to get tested for STIs on a more consistent basis? Just tell them. <laughs> just tell them. I mean, I think that there's ways to bring it up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so, you know, when when was the last time you were tested? Or let's go get tested together. Or, I like the let's go. Tell me that. Yeah, if y'all my friend, go, tell me let's go Let's go together. Let's I feel go like together. I, I've been with one of my friends. Yeah. yeah. Like, tell me to go together. Don't tell me to get tested. I feel like you telling me I'm, I know this is immature, but you're telling me, I feel like you saying I'm dirty. Like, you need to go get tested, nigga. So, mm-hmm. let's just say let's get tested together. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And, and honestly, you should be tested with, like I said, new partners. Um, you think so, every time? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. with a new partner, mm-hmm. every new partner. Yeah. Yes. Say you re up. Like say you say you bounce back to somebody that you definitely have. because they probably was with somebody else. Okay. Not not definitely because they were with somebody else, but they could have been, and yeah. they may. If you don't have that relationship, here's the thing: people okay. will have sex a lot easier than they'll talk about sex. See, but why? But why? I don't know. I but don't know. Why? I don't know. Like I'm telling you, that group chat really made me sad. It was yeah. two of them. I'm yeah. just like. You know what I'm saying? I understand that people don't want to be, you know, um, vocal about it, but we not being vocal about it as men mm-hmm. together. And y'all are talking about us in a group chat. Like that's yeah. really, it's really mm-hmm. bothering me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I just be thinking about some of the questions that women will call me and ask about like their sexual experience. And I always, I always tell them on the phone, like I can never, like, I feel so bad for him, but it's like, he don't, he clearly, you know what I'm saying? Does he care? Like, is mm-hmm. he wondering these things? But do you think that it's hard speaking on that? Do you think that it's, hard for a woman to be absolutely transparent with a man just based off his ego and things of that nature like do you think it's the hardest thing to do i don't but again i've done so much work on me that i'm i go into things very confident so like if you're not with the conversation or what i'm and it's not that if you say something or i bring up something and it makes you uncomfortable i'm just going to walk away from the table but because there's always going to be discomfort but if you don't want to talk about it at all why am I entertaining you? Like you're okay. not on my level. Like, and it's not even okay. about that necessarily, but mm-hmm. it should be like, you should really think about that. Like your body should be something that you hold sacred to you. So if you're just like, if you are going into situations and you feel more comfortable talking about the type of sex you're going to have and what is, where it's going to be and what we're going to do and all yeah. of that, but you're not comfortable asking them like, so when was the last time you were tested? Can I see a receipt? Like you got a screenshot? Can I see the results? Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Like, yeah. why are we not proactive about that? Right. Like we should be, we should be proactive okay. about that. And if you don't have one or it's been six months, like, well, we probably need to wait. Like, I think we should both go get tested. Let's report back when we got the results. Yeah. And then we can have this conversation about if we're going to do X, Y, and Z. So are, would you be comfortable personally speaking, telling a man like, yeah, you didn't, I mean, that didn't do anything for me. Like, this sexual experience was piss poor. Like, are you comfortable with saying that? I am. 
Okay. But I haven't had to say that. So. You're all okay, girls good then. You a, you a lucky one. You're a lucky one. You put the next one. You but lucky. I would, I would say it. I'm blunt. Um, I recently found out that my man watches gay porn from time to time. Should I be concerned? Um, should you be concerned? Um, I would say um, you you could be concerned if. Um, if you and him have never talked about um, sexual desires okay. or sexual attraction, and most people don't, so you probably haven't right. had the conversation. Um, but I would just ask him, like, I wouldn't confront and cause conflict <laughs> by saying, yeah. what you doing watching this gay porn? Like, that is not going to get him to open up to you and tell you why he's watching it. That okay. is going to make him shut down. Okay. And he will never tell you. Right. What you should do is say... Hey, babe, like, you know, like, what type of stuff do you like to watch? What type of porn do you like to watch? Or let's watch porn together and then see what he shows you and see what type of eye contact or verbal, nonverbals yeah. he's making, right? Um, and if it comes up, then that's the opportunity to say, so why, why did you choose this? Or yeah. why are you watching this? Or what about this is interesting to you? Um, what does this do for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because... We have to really understand, I was having this conversation in the car on the way down, that yeah. sexual attraction is not the same thing as sexual orientation or the same thing as um, like who I want to have sex with. So okay. someone could have sex with someone of regardless their gender, but not want to be in a relationship with them, like not be romantically attracted or... Okay. Um, they may not want to, they may not identify with that sexual orientation. Got you. Um, the other thing we don't talk about a lot is bisexuality for men. It is very. Yeah, that's really not spoke. Like, it's it really, is very, yeah, it was, it's more accepted for women to mm -hmm. be bisexual. Like, oh, for I sure. had sex with a girl or, oh, I did this to a girl yeah. or to a woman. Um, but I also have sex with men. But that is not a conversation that people have when it comes to men. And to me, that is very biased and very, um. Um, it's kind of like one-sided, like um, like a double, yeah, a double standard. standard. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and a lot of times we think double standards usually favor men, but right. this is one that does not favor men. Yeah. And I think we should have more conversations around that, especially in the black community, because bisexuality does not mean that I'm going to have sex with a man today and then tomorrow I'm going to have sex with a woman. That is not how bisexuality works. People okay. choose at different points of time you know, maybe who they're attracted to and who right. they want to have sex with and who they want to be in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. Often people are not having sex with both genders at the same time. Okay. And if this person, this this man who's watching gay porn, he may have some some desires that he may never want to act out, but he still may have them. Okay. Like women are attracted to women. Right, right, right. Like you may see a girl and be like, oh, she got a cute butt. Yeah, you or can't like, be like, oh yeah, that nigga cute girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and so like, you. but that doesn't mean that that, desire or maybe that attraction is there yeah. he may never want to act he may just be curious to know what it looks like or so how do gay you know how do men have sex with men right. that does not you can't make assumptions that just because they watch something like that mm -hmm. means that they're interested or In they that. want to do it okay um and and, and he may you got to be prepared for the answer <laughs> yeah. um and so if you ask the question be ready for the answer right but don't make assumptions so i would say just try to have a conversation with the person about it and see where that goes. Okay. And speaking on like the men watching gay porn. So being like sexually, I guess you could say, um, fluid. And so, 
okay, I have friends who they have spoke to men and the men is like, you know, very straightforward. Like, yeah, I like I like for women to put their finger in my in my in my butt. You know what I'm saying? I like for uh girls to eat my ass. Like that these are the things I like. How do you feel like women should be uncomfortable with talking about that? Because I don't think he is so. communicating. He's straight up, he's straightforward. Do you think I don't think that that women should be um, should should push that away or to shy away from those conversations because that is a sexual desire that that person is interested in. Mm -hmm. What we often do is we hear stuff like that. We be like, oh, he gay. Right. Immediately. (laughs) No, immediately. immediately. When my friend told me, I was just like, he he asked you what? Like, first of all, y'all met. I just don't like for me personally, that's like the first conversation he's having with you is that he wants you to put his your finger in his butt. Like that's a little it was just off to me. Yeah. Not saying it's wrong, but it was just off. So mm-hmm. I was so for you personally, if a man asks you that, how do you think you would react? Knowing all the knowledge that yeah. you Yeah. I mean, I think that for me, like as a first conversation, that might be a little bit like a little, mu- little much, off. yeah. Um, but I think like throughout the course of like getting to know the person or a relationship, we're talking yeah. about sexual desires. I think that that wouldn't necessarily like throw me off or anything because like I said, the anus has a lot of um, nerve endings. So why is it okay for a man to say, or why is it not okay for a man to say, I would like, you know, oral pleasure around my anus or Mm -hmm. for you to stick your finger in my anus, but it's perfectly fine, perfectly fine (laughs) to say, eat the booty like groceries. It's perfectly fine to say, I want you to put your thumb up my butt. Like why are those things oral pleasure on any type of the body or, anal play or whatever the case why is it more acceptable for a woman to say i want you to do this but it's not acceptable like the pleasure area and the Mm. nerve endings is the same so if a man finds that pleasurable that does not mean that he wants to receive you know a dick in his butt that does not mean that that doesn't mean that he has done it in the past it just means that he may have had a sexual encounter with another partner mm-hmm. who was comfortable doing that. Right. Or they may have experimented and tried it once. And he was like, oh, this actually feels really good. Right. And he's comfortable saying, this is what I like. Right, 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 you right, should right. not push a person away from saying what they like. If you don't want to do that, then say, I'm uncomfortable doing that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you, you stereotype this man into saying, well, he must be gay or he must have done this or he must do that. We do that way too often. Yes, and like, that yeah. is giving males a bad rep. And it makes them not want to talk to people about That's their facts. desires. That's facts. Even though, I mean, honestly, personally, I think at this point in my life, I am uncomfortable with anybody like with a woman going in that area. But at the same time, I get what you're saying as that, that conversation should be able to be had. Yeah. And just, some people are just more open, like, you know, and that could change. You could get married or be with somebody for five years and be like, well, actually, I do like, and maybe we only do it once a month or yeah. once a year. But my wife but put I, her tongue in my ass and I like it. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's cool. So, yeah. I mean, people are at a different stages of how they view relationships and how they view what they're comfortable doing. But you can't knock somebody for being open about what they like. But then over here, say, I support and I believe in empowerment of this group saying what they like. That's yeah, not it's not cool. that's not equal. All right. So how do you ignite the flame with your partner? You were kind of talking about this when mm-hmm. we uh, first got here. So how do you reignite a flame <laughs> with your partner? Things is getting boring. Because, I mean, I mean, personally, mm-hmm. it can get boring. After yeah. a while, you know, six, seven, not even six, seven, five, four, three, two years, it can be boring. So, like, yeah. how do you what, what do you what do you suggest people should do? Um, I think that you should, um, you know, try new things. Maybe um, like some people will try to like, um, you know, take a trip because when you go to a new place and a new environment, it's not your same like home, your same room, your same couch. You know, you're in a new environment. So things can be different. Okay. Um, You're not in your shower. You could be in some, you know, a hotel shower, you know. 
Um, so I would say go to a new environment. Um, I would also say um, plan romance okay. around um, sexual encounters Got or you. sexual intimacy because that can spice things up. Yeah. Um, I would say... Um, I'm always going to say this, know your partner's love language, because if you can, if you can ignite their love language, um, the five are quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service and gifts. If you can ignite one of those and make that lead to a sexual encounter, that would be very, um, a a good way. Um, I never tried to hold on what you mean. So like, say I like acts of service, maybe like, what, what can be an example? Give me an example. Like. So if you so you like to receive acts of service, yeah. I do. So your I do. partner could um, do something for you, like around the house or for you, um, like a massage would be you. something okay. that they're doing an act of service to you. Or if you know if your partner knows that like um, you like. I don't know, your car to be like spot clean and yeah. they like got your car cleaned for you. And you was like, oh, like, this OK, nice. like you yeah, did yeah. this for me um, and then followed up with, you know, something romantic. Like romance does not always have to be from the men. Yeah. Ladies. Thank you. Let them know. Let these ladies um, know, Ashley. And so you can do, um, you know, like days of appreciation for your partner, like something like spontaneous. Days of appreciation. Have you yeah. done that before? Yeah. So, like that. Um, so you know, like a random day, you mm-hmm. can send your partner a gift or a note or, I mean, y'all can live in the same place and yeah. they get mail and they check in like, oh, this is just regular mail and it's from you, you know, or y'all not live in the same area and you send them something or you're like, oh, at 12 o'clock, you need to go to this place and pick up X, Y, Z or yeah. have something delivered. Like, I know we don't talk about men having things delivered to them, but you'd be surprised how special and appreciated a man will feel no, if does. you went out of your way to do something for them. Um, because a lot of times they go out of their way to do things for us and we don't always appreciate or we don't always verbalize that mm-hmm. um or something simple like do their laundry because they got to go to work <laughs> yeah, and they don't yeah. feel like it because men don't always like to do laundry like yeah. i feel like when you take things and make it not a i have to do it i want, want to, to do, do it, it yeah, for you that, yeah, that i think those yeah. are ways to kind of spice up the relationship um change gender roles mm-hmm. um a little bit um so if you always cook and the other person does yeah like just you can do small things like that and they yeah. go a long way. Okay. So to to your point, I had to try to change some things up. I've really I feel like, you know, we always have sex in the bed, so then I just start going to the couch. You know what I'm saying? Or I mean it's gonna be weird, but I went to the steps too. Like I just mm-hmm. feel like I needed something different. Like yeah. I even wanna mm-hmm. be in your kitchen. So Yeah, go to the you- car. Okay, car was that was high school for me though. But like, I mean, I like drive like, somewhere. Yeah, huh? like drive somewhere. Okay, like you can make it like kind of like if you like adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you can drive somewhere that you ain't supposed to be. Right. Or you oh, can, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's very like, oh, where are we going? Oh, we just about to go to dinner somewhere, and then you end up in you know some. Middle little school, alley, uh, you know, football, whatever. Football field. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I think that there are ways to do <laughs> yeah. stuff that is new and exciting and fun. It doesn't have to be regular. Right. But that one time cause, could make... Change the whole trajectory of the whole relationship. Yeah, for like the right. next six months. Yeah, you know, no, you're so right. just be open. I like. Hey, listen to her, y'all. Listen to her, okay? <laughs> I like that. Let's see what we got. Uh, okay. Um... How does sex with others affect self-worth and value? Ooh, we kind of just talked about this. Yeah, I think we kind of talked about this yeah. when it comes to soul ties and um, different relationships. Sex definitely can affect your sex worth, especially right. if your partner is um, 
enhancing that. So mm-hmm. they're giving you, you know, compliments. Maybe they're telling you things that they're proud of you about. So that's going to impact your self-worth. Um, now, that's really the person, not sex itself. Yeah. Um, but I think that sex itself, like the physical act of sex, um, it could affect your self-worth and your value negatively if you are having sex with people that you maybe aren't really um, connected to, yeah. maybe you don't know them very well, that could impact your self-worth in a negative way. But I always try to make those negative things positive. So think about ways that, you know, sexual encounters with people that um, would enhance your self-worth. And if you're, if you don't feel like your self-worth is being enhanced or mm-hmm. your value is being enhanced, then maybe you should reconsider who you're having sex with. So tell me this, when it comes to self-worth, do you think that somebody can get like, can feel value strictly through sex with no type of mental connection at all? Mm-hmm. You do? I think so. I think certain groups, and um, I know that specifically for um, for certain people, they need that mm-hmm. because they maybe have experienced trauma or okay. maybe they have um, received negative messages their whole life. Mm-hmm. And so they may feel that when they have sex with a person, that person wants them, that person desires yeah. them, that person finds them attractive because that. they want to have sex with them. Yeah. Um, but we have to remember that just because someone has sex with you, those things are assumptions. We assume that they're attracted and they want to be with us and they like us and they need us. You <laughs> need to facts. ask because they may not. They yeah. may just want to have sex. Yeah. Um, so you just have to be careful about the assumptions that you make that's attached to sex. For sure. Uh, yeah, I knew I'm going to ask for sure. <laughs> All right, next one, next one, next one. Um, well, this is a good one. Uh, what are some ways to support a person with depression or anxiety? Ooh, that is good. Yeah. I've dealt with both of those. Um, so, um, let's see. Ways to support a person who deals with anxiety. So, I deal with anxiety on a regular basis. Okay. Um, I tend to call myself a high-functioning um, anxiety person, meaning that you probably wouldn't know that I have a lot of anxiety because I perform really well okay. when I am very anxious. Got you. Um, and so because I perform really well, um, I'm able to kind of deflect my feelings mm-hmm. into my work. Okay. Um, and so that can be problematic because I am often um, not talking about the things that bother me. Got you. And that's usually an indicator that something is off. Right, right, right. Um, but for people who are going through either long-term chronic depression or maybe like mild cases of depression, which I have also dealt with, um, I think the best way to support them is to, um, again, it's going to go back to their love languages because for me, during that very dark period of time, um, my top two love languages are words of affirmation and quality time. Gotcha. So. My friends, I had to I had to be bold enough to tell them I was dealing I'm with that. I'm glad you said bold enough. Um, it's hard sometimes. It's hard it's to hard, say, yeah. this is what I'm going through. I yeah. don't feel like myself. I don't want to get up. I don't want to leave the house. Right. I don't want to go out. And mm-hmm. this is why. Yeah. You know, so I had to be very open and transparent with my closest friends to say, the last couple months ain't really been hitting it for me. And this right. is why I went to therapy. They told me that I'm dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were very supportive. So they were like, well, what can we do? And I was like, honestly, I need to do this on my own. Mm-hmm. But the best thing you could do for me, because my love language is words of affirmation, is you can send me notes. You yeah. can write me letters. You can text me. You yeah. can send me cards. Absolutely. Um, those are, I need that empowerment, mm-hmm. like to tell me um that i'm okay yeah 
Um, that's what I needed. Now, somebody else may need something else. They right. may need you to spend time with them. They may need you to come over and y'all not talk, right. but y'all just be in the same room. For they sure. may need to not feel alone. Okay. So it really just depends on the person. So I would ask the person, don't, again, don't assume they need what you think they need. Right. Just ask them like, how can I support you? Or, hey, I was just thinking of you today. What's your mood today? What, um, how are you feeling today? Like, is there anything you need from me? Mm-hmm. Um, in what ways could I maybe enhance your day? Yeah. And if they don't have an answer, they may just be glad you text them nah, and checked up on them. Facts. You know? Because I was, was going to say, sometimes, like you said, you were able to tell your friends, like, words of affirmation. Sometimes we don't even have anything to say. Like, I don't, honestly, bro, I don't know what can help me right now, but just be there. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just having somebody present yeah. can change a lot of stuff. So yeah. I, I really fuck with what you said about that. Yeah. So we got two more. I'm going to read the last two for you. So okay. how do you tell... <laughs> wow. How do you tell someone they have a small penis? How do you tell someone they have a... How do you tell a... somebody they got a small penis? That is... So that's kind of... That that's kind of hard uh, because... It's... I know because like you don't want to hurt the person's feelings. Yeah. You know? Like you don't want to be like... Uh... <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> but no, but they say it's the motion in the ocean though. So what you mean you don't want to hurt that? What do you mean? Yeah, but, you if, they don't, that, like... but if they don't have any motion... <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Okay, so miss being a doctor, right? And yeah. being very, you know, very sexually aware. Yeah. Um, you see a small penis, what are you doing? Are you most more are you more prone to maybe try it because of the knowledge you have to know that because like size don't matter, like we said that myth in the beginning of the show. So I hold more... on, hold on. I didn't say size didn't matter. <laughs> I said <laughs> Sorry. I said <laughs> Okay, what you say? That what was the question? It was, it it was, was like se- no, it said uh, bigger penis, the bigger the penis the better or something like that. Yeah, the bigger the penis the better sex or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I said that was false okay. because the bigger could mean more pain. Right. Potentially, depending on the size of the right. vagina, right? It could yeah. be it could be painful. Yeah. So that's what I said. I didn't say size doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Let's be clear. I did okay. not say that. Um <laughs> But I, so how would you tell someone? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, so number one, they probably already know that it's maybe not, I mean, they they might already know. They may already be self-conscious about it because, I mean, they've lived in their body this whole time. They may have played sports. They may have interacted with other males. Like, so they may already have some idea. Mm -hmm. So I would say you want to be kind, like, you don't have to be delicate. Like, you don't want to treat them like a child. Right. Um, But... I think I would say, why are you trying to tell them that it's small? Like, yeah. are you saying that? It, are you trying to tell them it's small because you weren't you weren't satisfied? Right. Yeah. Because I, you weren't pleasured. I'll That's like the that. conversation. Yeah, I would feel it like wouldn't that be, would be about the body part. It mm-hmm. would be so when we were doing X, Y, and Z. I it wasn't really everything that I was kind of looking for, or hoping for. Yeah. Like maybe we can try something. Like maybe you could ask them like if they're interested in introducing sex toys because dodos mm. come in different sizes now that you said that i mean but i mean as a man like you telling me so growing up i didn't really think anything of toys like you don't you didn't not that i didn't have access i just wasn't going to the sex store so now like i don't mind a woman bringing a toy in like a um which call a bullet or something mm-hmm. to put on her clip while we having sex or things of that nature but i do know of men who are very like it's a no for them it's a non like we're not doing that like mm-hmm. we're not bringing that into the room and so well, how do you feel about that like toys you feel like you should be able to be... I think if people want to have... So at the end of the day, it all goes down to what are you trying to achieve? Yeah. What What is the goal here? Is the goal right. to have sexual pleasure? Is the goal to please your partner? Is the mm-hmm. goal to receive, like for your partner to please you? Like that's what we need to be talking about here. Those are bigger um, conversations that people don't want to 
talk about, and right, they rather facts. just go to the easy. Well, mm -hmm. I ain't like it because you know his dick was small. Like that's the easy way out. Yes. The harder thing is to say I was not satisfied in this sexual encounter because of X, Y, and Z. That's a harder thing to say. It's facts. easy to cop out and say, well, he blah 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 blah, or she blah 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 blah. Like that is not the way to be mature adults and have real conversations mm -hmm. because the reality is, is as you get older, you're going to still be immature in the way you handle mm -hmm. these conversations. So it is better for you to try to have the conversation around what do you need to have a pleasurable experience? experience. Okay. Like, because well, the conversation need, be like, what do you need to come? So like, we or don't, what do you need to come? Yeah, like, well, yeah, it, like so it may not be. So if it, so, back to this question, like, if the person has a small penis and that penetration for you is not enough for you, then <laughs> what do you do though? Like, what do you? What, what can a man do? What can he do if he? So has, there can you know be oral pleasure. Yes. Now, okay, because so a woman I've can heard come that. From, a woman that. can come from that. They said like most time if a man is, you know, what I'm saying if he if he eating you out a lot or like that's like his go-to not to say he doesn't enjoy it but most mm -hmm. times it's like a man that is probably lacking in other areas that's what i've heard from women I and that I could mean, be that could yeah. be the case but does it matter like if you're getting the pleasure that you need and you're yeah. feeling satisfied at the end of it yeah. does it matter okay you know what i'm saying yeah, that's true, like, that's true. so i feel like again you have to kind of go to the the root of like what are you trying to get out of it if right. your goal is to come and he can make you come from oral sex and maybe do that. like vaginal fingering yeah. then do that yes and have that be your go-to right because you know at the end you're going to be satisfied Facts. and you're not going to be like oh that was whack you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. like go to what works for you mm -hmm. and if that's what works for you tell him like i like this more often facts and we should do this more often we can still do that but let's make sure that we do this every time make sure you give me all first before we even get to you know the, what i'm yeah. saying like i no, feel like that. that's that's, that's the conversation okay. yeah all right last one miss ashley <laughs> why can't most women oftentimes wow achieve an orgasm during sex i think that's a good one to end off on um why can't women yeah achieve so an orgasm? i have been talking about this orgasm gap um so read my okay. orgasm gap article on my page um or on the pure romance uh, another software <laughs> <laughs> so i wrote an article i think maybe last month about the orgasm gap between men and women mm -hmm. um and there's like a 30 percent gap so 95 percent of men who are heterosexual say that they typically achieve an orgasm during sex only about 65% of heterosexual women say they do. Mm. Um, and I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that a woman's body needs to be stimulated for a lot longer during excitement. Okay. Um, so we think about sex and I don't think of it like as this foreplay sex I'm orgasm. Say, like, you I, don't, foreplay? I, don't, I don't think of sex in those three categories. I gotcha. think of sex as like you're, you're getting excited and mm -hmm. ready for sex and then you're enjoying sex and then maybe a partner receives an or achieves an orgasm or not okay um so i think that for women they don't um spend enough time with their partner whether their partner is male or female yes um in that excitement phase like leading up to leading up the to sexual it. um yeah. encounter and so that's why they don't actually reach an orgasm is because they didn't spend enough time getting excited, getting their body ready for it. Like our body. So you're speaking of like kissing, kissing on the neck, sucking titties, something like that. Yeah, or, those okay. things. Yeah, yeah. But also the 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 clitoris and the inside of the vagina. They, in order to produce lubrication, it has to like receive. Like the body has to 
prepare itself for okay. sex. So, okay. um, so there, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of time in that process. What normally happens is if a person sees that the woman is starting to lubricate and Absolutely. get wet, then they're like, let's go. Let's get it, yeah. And th that, that person's body may not actually be ready. They may actually okay. need more time because once you hit, so there's this, there's, um, so the body goes from excite, like arousal and excitement, and then it goes to a plateau phase before okay. orgasm. Got you. And when you're in the plateau phase, sometimes the body does not continue to make lubrication for some women, not all women, mm -hmm. but sometimes the body is like very satisfied where it's at. Yeah. That's why it's called the plateau. Okay. And so the body may not produce lubrication at the same level as it did as at it the did beginning. And so women start thinking they're getting dry. Exactly. And then okay. it could, and so then they're, so then if the, if the male can feel that, yeah, we do. then well, they yeah, may just go we. ahead and come. And then the woman doesn't, yeah. or if, if the, if the woman or whoever says like, you know, like, are you about to come? Like what's going on? Yeah. Because they may feel it in themselves and they don't want it to be painful because once, once the vagina is not lubricating like it was, then it becomes, yeah, it becomes dry in there. And then those um, the tissue inside the body, like that friction is starting to become painful. Gotcha. So they're, they're like, can we hurry up yeah, and get me. this yeah. over with? But then by the time y'all snapping at me, telling me, come on, hurry up, it's over with. I, now I'm low key. Now I went from my, I don't know if we have a plateau phase, but I went from my phase and I'm back plateau. down. I'm yeah. back to the, uh -huh. to the beginning. Cause now I feel like it's uncomfortable for you. Yeah. So I, that's really so, good. So though. I would say in those moments, if, yeah. so first spend more time. Um, in the excitement, excitement phase. phase, okay. So spend more time stimulating the clitoris. Mm -hmm. um, one thing or two things that you can add in or just have on standby would be have some lube on standby. Like the because, water base and stuff like that? Yeah, okay. because if the body does start to feel that, you can add the lubrication and it will increase pleasure for both of you. Okay. Um, the other... And, you Less, know, women don't like that, though. They be feeling like you call because, them. Because you... There, here's the thing. <laughs> women have to stop thinking that something is wrong with you if you need to use lube. Okay. Lube is there to enhance the experience, gotcha. okay? There are also enhancement gels that can provide like tingling sensations or cool mm -hmm. and uh, warm sensations. Yeah, like you can use those things to enhance like in the middle of while you're having sex. And those things are specifically made to enhance because what you don't want is for you to endure a short term like at the end of a painful experience and then now the next day you're sore mm -hmm. you you know you may pee out a little blood you know like you're spotting like women don't talk about that with their male partners after the fact they just yeah. deal with it okay. you know there may be tearing on the inside so yeah. they may need a couple days to recover like women don't talk about that but y'all know what i'm talking about because y'all have all experienced it because you didn't want to speak up and say something yeah. and rather than deal with that you can just say like oh well you know, let's just have some lube on stage. And you don't even have to tell them you have lube. Like, just have it. And then right. in the moment, if you need it, be like, hold oh, on. Grab I got that, my dog. Yeah, yeah, grab that real quick yeah. and just put that on top of you. Like, or let me just get a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and then, like, you just have it, yeah. you know, because so many people endure painful experiences um, when they don't have to, mm -hmm. all because they're afraid to bring it up. I mean, I think, but I do think it is very uncomfortable, especially in the moment, because there's been times where I would continue having sex, even though I kind of know, like, she really drying up, so it's really it's really, it's really starting to hurt me too. Mm -hmm. Like I've left sexual encounters when my like my meat is raw, yeah. like because I've I continued to have sex knowing it was dry. 
Um, and you should never have like painful sex. Yeah. Like you don't have to. You See, don't have to. But if you feel like you got to in the moment. You don't have to. You can stop for a second. Yeah. And just do that because you can even you can even tell that the person's not into it anymore. Exactly. Like, like the moans the start mood changing. Change. The, I'm like, oh damn, she ain't even moaning no more. Like yeah, now, like, now I'm insecure. Tell. Like nigga, what is my dick doing? So yeah. You can tell. Yeah, you and can, so like, tell. why do that? Mm -hmm. Like it's not supposed to end that way. It's not supposed to be that way. So why continue? to do it right all because of what because you you don't want to buy lube because you don't want to use lube yeah you don't want to fuck you dry that doesn't make sense yeah. like everybody does not have a wop 24 7 <laughs> i'm sorry they I'm don't sorry. they don't <laughs> they don't like we just everybody, just what but you know everybody think they got that wop though they don't, <laughs> they, don't. <laughs> they don't they don't and even if you achieve like a wet like you know yeah Slippery with wet, y'all. All of that. Even if you experience that, it may not be like that every single time you have sex for the whole time Facts. that you're having sex. And so you need to just be aware of your body mm -hmm. and like don't be self conscious about it. Like yeah. it is what it is. Like have lube on standby just in case. And Period. you can actually make lube exciting because there are flavored lubes. Yeah. And so you can be like, oh, well, let's stop for a minute. Let me put this on the tip. Real let me put quick. a little strawberry me, on it. Yeah, like. let me just do that. <laughs> and so it's like a little bit of pleasure for him, a little bit of pleasure for you. Yeah. Um, um, you know, since we're talking about heterosexual relationships, facts, but facts. like you can make it more than just, oh, I need it because my body may do it. You cannot always control what your facts. body's going to do in the moment, but why punish yourself by having a horrible ending to yeah. a very good beginning? And now you in the group chat talking about me because we didn't, we didn't continue to have sex. You know, like that's not, that's not like to me, that is unnecessary yeah. drama, unnecessary pain energy because now i'm dealing with energy. now i feel like i walked you know? away from like my shit weak and now i gotta deal with that because that's a, that's a whole thing too. and it has nothing to do with you oh but you be thinking it got something to do with you so you gotta walk you away know what I'm saying? yeah nah facts and and another thing too is like um sometimes what what probably needs to happen is when someone is starting to feel like less pleasure like mm -hmm. what you probably should do is stop and ask the person like well what is it that you need me to do to help you like relax or to help mm -hmm. you like you know, yeah. get back into that yeah. moment because at that moment, what, what that person may need is like maybe more oral stimulation or more, yeah. you know, clitoral stimulation. Sometimes I just need to lay down for a minute. Like, yeah, I catch your breath. Yeah, I just, and then like, I let's need. get back into yeah. it. Like, I think people are always trying to rush sex. Like, why are you trying to rush something that's supposed to be pleasurable? Yes. Like, again, what are you trying to get out of it? Right, right, right. Are you right. trying to just do it to say you did it today? Yeah. Like, why? Like, like just that. take a five minute pause. Yeah. Like, just, just chuck it up and say, okay, that was round one. Let's come back to round two and, like, finish. Like, I don't think that you have to – it it doesn't have to be this, like, linear process mm -hmm. where, like, you start, you end, and that's it. Like, right. you can mix it up and make it exciting and fun, and there can be ups um, – I don't want to say downs. Don't there can be no pauses. Uh -uh. There can be ups and pauses. There can be ups and pauses. And I don't think anything's wrong with that. Okay. Um, and I think that we need to just maybe – Rechannel how we think about sex because stop watching what the media and what movies show you and what songs tell you because it always goes down. They in the movies, are entertainers. Okay? Yeah, this it always is goes down. like movies are fiction. Yeah. Like they, they are, they are, they are something that someone wrote. Like right. songs that you hear about how they did X, Y, and Z. They're saying that as entertainment to you to make money. Like yeah. that is not always how things happen. Porn is fake. I'm about okay? to say porn can even porn have you fake. feeling like you're not doing what you need to do. Yeah, because so, it is a script. It is it is it is part of a industry yeah. to make money. It is not to teach you how to have sex. Okay. 
Because, so, you know, growing up, I used to look on it for the position. A lot of people stuff, do. So, yeah. And I mean, okay. that's fine if that's you want to use it for that. But yeah. the way that the body reacts to things on film, do you know how many times they have a take just to make that? How many times they edit it just to make that? Like, you're not even thinking about that. Yeah, you're I watching say, I've never it. thought about an edit. Like, I just thought it was all the way through. I yeah. mean, I knew it was like, you know, the moms be fake sometimes and all that stuff. But I didn't know yeah. they was... Hey, let's, let's it's take a, a movie. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Don't okay, you think regular goofy. movies are like that? Yeah. It's just, when you watch a movie, you don't see all the times they messed up the uh I just can't imagine the, lyric, like the four, words. Fourth take on the sex. Like, that's low-key weird. It's that's, a movie. Yeah. I mean, just how you see, like, you know, like I joke about, I love comedy. So, like, when you see, like, Rush Hour or something on TV, and at the end they say all the bloopers, yeah. that is what other movies are like. Facts, facts, facts. So, you cannot assume that just because you saw this clean, <laughs> edited version facts. of some movie or some porn video or whatever, that that is what real sex looks like. No, definitely. no it's not. But see, that's why, because they're not having, we're not having, not there, me, me included. We're not having these conversations, which is why yeah. I thought it was so important for you to come <laughs> on, okay? And I really do appreciate you for coming on, Ashley. Yep. So I'm going to have you go ahead and plug yourself. So go ahead. All the soft plugs that you had during the show, <laughs> plug them right now. So you got a book. Don't forget nothing. The book, the blog, yeah. all of that. Plug it now. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is dr, so Dr. Ashley Towns. Um, I don't really use any of my other social media like that. Um, okay. but I do use Instagram pretty often to share like any of my research articles and of my, um, pure romance articles. I do have a link tree, um, in my bio on there that has all of the stuff that I talked about. So my book, um, mm -hmm. Entangled, I have, which you can find on Amazon and Barnes and Noble's websites. Mm -hmm. Um, and Jay didn't need to pay you too. We'll talk about that. Later. <laughs> like she got you your check. Um, but yeah, feel free to contact me. Um, I am very um, candid and open to having like social health conversations with people. Don't be trying to be down in my DMs trying to holler at me because I <laughs> am not interested in those types of Nikki's encounters. Nikki's about to holler though. Okay, you know for um, not not on the market okay. or looking for anybody. We love um, to hear. It. I'm good on that. Okay. Um, I'm very good where I'm at. So. <laughs> Don't slide on my DMs for that. But if you do have questions, men, women, whoever, however you identify, definitely open to answering your questions. Thank you. So I got two pins for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nice. This is a part of the merch, okay? Slogan on one and then my logo on the other awesome. one. Yes, yes. So this. Yes. So y'all yeah, really appreciate you coming on. Hey, y'all, like I said in the beginning, the website dropped. If y'all follow me on social media, the website dropped. Um, always remember, bro, on Thursdays, we be having Talk Your Shit Thursday. So it's like a little live thing I do for about an hour or two. So tune into that. Follow me on all the social media. So I got Instagram, Twitter. I don't got a link tree. I'm gonna work on a link tree because I like how you was like, just, just go to my link tree. Mm -hmm. I like that. So I got the Instagram, prescribed DR underscore, and then my Twitter is prescribed DR. Also, I'm about to start plugging the website too. So the website is www.prescribedwithdr.com. So check that out for merch episodes, literally everything. And then Miss Dr. Towns, do you have anything else to end off with? Want to end off with anything? I don't. Um, I'll just say happy sexual health month. So Period. Be safe, everyone. All right, y'all. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? This is Prescribed with the Realist, where we say the things your friends won't say and your man gonna lie about, and we're out.